For many, April 15th is tax day. But for the people of um, Molokawe in Hawaii, it's something different. For them, they celebrate Father Damien, who we know in the Catholic Church as Saint Damien. who's a Catholic priest, a religious order priest, that was sent by his order to Hawaii. And he discovered there, on one of the islands, uh, Malakawi, a leper colony. He said there was no order there. Um, there was every sort of immorality that you could imagine. There was tremendous um, depression and drinking and chaos. It was a terrible place to live. So he began to serve there. He saw a need, and he began to serve there amongst these people that no one else wanted to be with. He began to bring them together, to provide leadership. And together they began to build houses and schools and eventually a church. Uh, St. Damien, Father Damien, was known as this incredibly happy man happy soul. He could often be found praying his rosary in the cemetery or spending time with the Lord in the presence of the Blessed Sacrament. He was supposed to be only on this island for a short time until volunteers came to replace him, but he found himself beginning to grow attached to the people. And so he asked if he could stay, and he was given permission to stay. He stayed there for 16 years, Leprosy is not actually very contagious. There's only about 5% of the population that are able to catch leprosy. Father Damien was one of those people. And after 16 years of serving and loving and caring for these people, he succumbed to the disease. He had lived this heroic life of service, sacrificing himself for these people that no one else wanted to be anywhere near. And so the people of Hawaii, especially there of Molokawi, are very grateful to him. And they remember him, along with the rest of the Catholic Church, every April 15th, the day that he died. We are... Um, in these Sundays leading up to Lent, right? It's the last Sunday before Lent begins on Wednesday. And this is a great opportunity to begin thinking and pondering what you are going to be doing for Lent. How are you going to use this time to have a holy Lent? Last Sunday, I talked about prayer. It's one of the great disciplines of Lent. Today, I'd like to talk about almsgiving almsgiving giving of yourself giving of yourself in the way that saint damien did i think prayer and, and almsgiving especially often get overlooked amongst the three lenten disciplines fasting gets all of the attention perhaps and fasting is great but prayer and almsgiving are also so very very important so i'd like to reflect with you about how perhaps you can do that this year you can have a good and holy Lent. In our Gospel reading, our Lord did something similar to uh, 
Father Damien. Okay? He encountered and provided for the needs of somebody that no one else in society wanted to be around. A leper. One who, according to the, to the law, you heard in the first, the Old Testament reading, was to be um, treated with, with great repulsion by everybody around. He was to, to not keep up his hair or his beard. He was to wear torn clothes. And everywhere that he would go, he was to put his hand over his lip and shout, unclean, unclean. Anybody who's gone through a little bit of quarantine, perhaps you caught COVID or know someone that did, you know the loneliness that's there. Imagine if this was a life sentence, like one of these folks with infectious, like an infectious skin disease. And yet this is the person that our Lord chose to heal. <laughs> and interestingly, we know he healed lots of people, right? But in the writing of this gospel, the gospel of Mark, the Holy Spirit led Mark specifically to choose this story of Jesus healing. The Holy Spirit chose through Mark to shine a light on the healing of a man who was an outcast in society. Why did he do that? Why is our attention being brought to the healing of this leper, this outcast? It's because this is um, a very important part of Catholic social teaching, that we're to give a preferred place to the poor, to the lonely, to the despised, the vulnerable. We hear this again and again throughout the scriptures. Leviticus 19, a portion of the harvest is to be set aside for the poor and for the stranger, the foreigners, the newcomers to your lands. Isaiah 58 says that true worship is to work for justice and to care for the, for the poor and the oppressed. Because remember what our Lord taught? He said that whatever you do to the least of these brothers of mine, you do to me. And you, and you remember our Lord's mission, which he proclaimed over and over, to bring the good news to the rich and to the powerful. They need the good news too. But no, it was to the poor and to the oppressed. That's who our Lord was sent to. That's who you and I are sent to. Pope Francis, our Holy Father, has been emphasizing this throughout his papacy. Uh, there's a letter he wrote called um, Evangelii Guaudum. It's a document that's been known as the Manifesto of Francis. This is his vision for the church, what we are to be about. He says, I prefer a church which is bruised and hurting and dirty because it has been out on the streets rather than a church which is unhealthy from being confined and from clinging to its own security. When you give of yourself, when you start really getting involved in almsgiving, giving to those in need, especially to the, those that the rest of society is pushing away, don't be surprised if you get dirty and bruised and mistreated. And I think of, for example, all the pushback that took place over this past year when various folks decided to stand up against the cause of racism in our country. Lots of bruising and pushback. 
When you start to stand up for others, especially the oppressed, those on the peripheries, you can expect to suffer some wounds. Yet this is what our Lord calls us to do, to give ourselves in this way. This is what he exemplified. This is what Saint Damien exemplified, getting bruised and dirty. You know, being with these lepers, he was sacrificing himself in this way. This was not service that was free for him. It cost him. It cost him his life. Yet this is what our Lord calls us to do. This is what it means to give alms, to give of yourself, to sacrifice yourself, especially for those in need. So our Lord exemplified for us today in the Gospel reading. So as we're approaching Lent, how is the Lord calling you to do this? How is he calling you this Lent to practice this uh, Christian discipline of almsgiving? How is he calling Blessed Trinity as a community to reach out to the poor and the oppressed, to the vulnerable? This is something that's a good thing to consider, especially during Lent, to think about this as we're entering, preparing to enter into this holy season beginning this Wednesday. You might begin by asking yourself some questions. You might ask, what am I repulsed by? This is a great place to start. What is society repulsed by? St. Francis tells this beautiful story as part of his conversion of getting down off of his horse and wrapping his arms around a leper, a person with this infectious skin disease, and kissing him. He says in, uh, he calls it his testament. Francis wrote, St. Francis, it's about a thousand years ago, when I was in sin, the sight of lepers nauseated me beyond measure. Did not like lepers. Wanted to be as far away from them as possible. But then God himself led me into their company. I had pity on them. When I became acquainted with them, what had previously nauseated me became the source of spiritual and physical consolation for me. He experienced Jesus ministering to him. St. Francis experienced Jesus ministering to him through these lepers. He and his his brother uh, Franciscans began going to the local leper colony and serving these people and caring for them. They would pray with them. They would kiss their wounds. It was, it was this, this joyful self-sacrifice, this joyful almsgiving that began to draw thousands of people to follow St. Francis. This is the joy of almsgiving that was exemplified. This is a great question to ask. As as we're entering into Lent, what the Lord is calling you to do for alms this year, what repulses you? You might also ask, what are you drawn to? What draws your heart? There are certain things that tug on your heart. Maybe the Lord is speaking to you through these. You know, I think of, for example, um, Candace Leitner, who started Mothers Against Drunk Driving back in 1980 when her 13-year-old daughter was killed by a drunk driver. It's been a great organization which has been able to cut drunken driving down by half 
It's an amazing, amazing accomplishment. You know, what is the Lord calling you to? What are you drawn to? And of course, asking the question, you know, what are those needs in society that nobody else is reaching? Those people that everyone else is overlooking, those needs that are not adequately being met. What Pope Francis talks about as the, the peripheries, those people in the outskirts that are being overlooked. What are those needs? That's another great question to ask. You know, you, everybody tends to think of the homeless, right? When you think of almsgiving, well, let's go to help the homeless. And that's a great ministry to help the homeless. But there are many, many others. What about, for example, those who struggle with sex addiction? When I was working at the Polk County Sheriff's Office in the call center there, I remember getting a call. There was a gentleman in a neighborhood who all the neighbors were putting, um, were putting signs in his yard. Um, predator lives here. I felt very bad for this man. I didn't know what, he, what his crime was or what his history was. But I know that we have people like this all throughout our society that are hated by many. The Lord calls us to love all, to care for all. And there's others too, fostering, you know, taking care of abused kids, kids who often react violently, act out in violent ways, or single mothers, or those suffering from gender confusion. They're, people are confused about their, their, their sexual identity, the unborn, the imprisoned, immigrants and refugees, those with mental illness. There are so many needs, overlooked needs, that are there for those on the periphery. These are great questions to ask. What repulses you when it comes to almsgiving? What repulses you? What draws you? What are overlooked needs? Great questions to ask as we're going into this season of Lent. Our Lord encountered those who everyone else overlooked, didn't want to be around them. He gave himself to them. Just like uh, Father Damien, in a sacrificial way. That is what almsgiving is all about. Giving to those in need. So I'd encourage you to take time this Lent to think about what the Lord is calling you to. What is he calling the parish of Blessed Trinity to when it comes to giving alms? That we may follow our Lord's example of giving of ourselves to those in need. Amen.